Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker podcast, podcast affiliate with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. As always, you can download, subscribe, and give this thing a five-star rating on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd appreciate that very much so. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Let's get rolling with today's episode. I'm just going to start this out by saying, whew, and I know you can't see me um, as I'm recording this podcast here, but I'm wiping my sweat off of my brow. Everybody can uh, have a collective sigh of relief together, breathe a sigh of relief together, that is, after that Slim win on Saturday night. Uh, Jayhawks squeak it out, sneak out of Reno with a 31-24 win over Nevada. And, of course, as we talked about last week on the podcast, KU a 28-point favorite going to this game should have absolutely dominated Nevada, a Nevada team that looked pathetic the first two weeks of the season, looked like an entirely different team. And I watched the whole game. I know it was a late game on CBS Sports Network on Saturday night. But I stayed up late. I watched the entire thing. And the announcers just kept saying how impressed they were with Nevada and how they showed up to play this game despite how they looked their first couple weeks. They said they looked like just a completely different team than they did the first two weeks of the season. Now, to be frank, I never... uh, I, I didn't get to watch Nevada's first two games. I just saw a few highlights here and there. But I didn't know what to expect other than Nevada had looked horrible all year. So it was quite the shock to me to see Kansas come out struggling to score in the first half with the offense that they have. The defense played fine. It was a fine game for the defense. There was a few times where uh, Nevada's quarterback uh, broke them for a few plays, uh, especially on third and fourth down when they could have had some big stops. But overall... Kansas sneaks out with the win. You had some good things to take away from this game. Devin Neal, the real deal. Devin Neal finished the game with 89 yards rushing on 17 carries. Had three touchdowns on the ground as well. So he was my star player of the game. You had Jalen Daniels had a very efficient game from the pocket as well. Completed 21 passes in 27 attempts for 298 yards. I was hoping two more yards so he could get to 300 on that on that day, but that's all right. Jalen Daniels, a very solid day. Spread the ball around very evenly uh, between the receivers and the running backs as well. Mason Fairchild led the way. He had five catches for 74 yards. Devin Neal, of course, star running back for KU, had one catch for 59 yards. Very impressive and athletic play there by Devin Neal. Luke Grimm continues to have a very solid season. Four catches for 55 yards. Quentin Skinner, four catches for 50 yards. And then you had Lawrence Arnold, five catches for 46 yards. So overall, a very solid day on offense for the Kansas Jayhawks. It just took a while for them to get going. The first half was slow going. They started rolling a little bit in the second half. Uh, But then you had the defensive side of the ball. Craig Young and Tommy Dunn Jr. picked up sacks for the Jayhawks. Uh, Not surprising to anybody. Kenny Logan Jr. led the way with nine tackles, including two and a half tackles for loss. Rich Miller added six tackles, including one and a half tackles for loss. And then you had a total of 10 tackles for loss on the day combined for all the Jayhawks. So overall, KU did a very good job on defense. 
Nevada just surprised everyone a couple of times, uh, extending some plays. And they hadn't done that all year with their quarterback, Brandon Lewis. So I was a little surprised by the effort there by Nevada. Uh, I think they surprised the Jayhawks as well when it was tied at halftime. But KU comes out and gets the 31-24 win. And now we move on to conference play. The all-new Big 12. You got the new schools coming in. It's it's a new version of it. And next year, we're going to have another new version of it with Colorado joining this the, the fold next year. But it starts right away in conference play for the Kansas Jayhawks. A new member of the Big 12, BYU, will head to Lawrence, Kansas on Saturday to take on your Kansas Jayhawks at 2.30 p.m. in David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium. Game's going to be on ESPN. BYU's coming off a big road win at Arkansas. They beat Arkansas 38-31 with a comeback win in the second half. They were down 31-21 halfway through the third quarter. BYU scores the final 17 points of the game and comes out on the other side 3-0, just like your Kansas Jayhawks coming out on the other side 3-0. So it is a battle of the undefeated teams to start conference play for both schools. And after a mediocre couple of first games for BYU, they came to play this week on the road at Arkansas. I said it was going to be one of those uh, measuring stick games, I guess you could say, for BYU since they had to go on the road to play an SEC school. Well, they lived up to it. Now the, the measuring stick is BYU is a pretty solid team. Going into that game, I wasn't quite sure. They beat a couple cupcake schools. Uh, their quarterback, Kendon Slovis, had a good second game. Had a decent game against Arkansas, especially in the second half. Um, but they came out and showed that they're going to be a solid team this year. BYU is looking pretty good. And we'll see how it is. This is going to be a measuring stick game for the Kansas Jayhawks. I know they had one of those against Illinois. They succeeded in that game a couple of weeks ago. But here we go. Here we go again with another measuring stick game for KU against BYU. Their first Big 12 test. And it's going to be coming against Kendon Sloven and the BYU Cougars. Slovis, you know Slovis' name. He's been in the transfer portal twice already. <laughs> He's, a, I guess you could call him a journeyman quarterback. Uh, started at USC, then went over to Pitt for a season. Uh, and then landed with BYU this year. So he had a pretty good start to the season. Uh, KU's going to need to keep the pressure on them, mix in some blitzes so he doesn't get comfortable. The, we know the KU offense is going to put up points, and they should continue to do that against BYU this week. We saw Arkansas put up 31 on them last week. So KU just needs to keep the foot on the gas. If, if you can learn anything from last week, it's KU needs to keep their foot on the gas Pedal the medal from start to finish if they want to stay undefeated against BYU. Because you saw BYU come back and you saw them beat uh, Arkansas in the fourth quarter last week. You saw Nevada hang around with KU. So that is the lesson to be learned from last week. You got to keep pushing from start to finish all the way through. And I think KU can do that at home this week. I'm really hoping that KU has another huge home crowd it looked absolutely fantastic um, about a week and a half ago at the booth on a uh, Friday night. It was the all-black jersey night, and uh, man, 
you guys showed up and showed out on that game, and I'm hoping you guys will do the same this weekend with BYU coming to town. For my prediction this week, I'm going to say KU wins this one 34-30 in a close one from start to finish. I think it's going to be close from from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. I don't think there's going to be a blowout one way or the other. I think both of these teams are pretty evenly matched, but KU's offense will put them over the top in this one. I've got the Jayhawks winning this one 34-30, and hopefully we'll come out with another victory and a 4-0 start to the season for a second year in a row. That would be a lot of fun to talk about next week. Let's bring it back. Another 4-0 start to the season. All right. Now let's get in to some basketball news. Uh, There's a few things on the basketball front that we got to get into, but let's get the bad news out of the way. This news dropped just after I released the podcast last week, so I wasn't able to talk about it last week on the podcast. Might be old news by now to uh, some of you, but maybe for if you haven't been keeping up on the basketball news lately, uh, according to the Kansas City Star, uh, there have been rape allegations surrounding Kansas Jayhawks transfer guard Artario Morris. We've been talking about Morris on the podcast over the summer, um, how he's been trying to mix in and potentially be the final starting guard for the Kansas Jayhawks. Well, that ain't going to happen anymore. Uh, after these allegations uh, have come up against Arterio Morris. The incident was said to have occurred in McCarthy Hall. That's where the uh, KU basketball players uh, reside. And he has been, Arterio Morris has been suspended from the Kansas basketball program as a result of these allegations. So I'm sure that there will be more news on this as uh, more information comes about. Um, these cases are very sensitive, of course. Um, but my thoughts are with the victim and her family at this time. I don't really have more to say on Artario Morris. I, I'm glad that he's not a part of this program and that he is suspended right now as a result of what is um, ongoing. So that's what I have to say on that. That's all the news that I know about it for the time being. Wanted to get that out of the way first before we talk about some on-court things, which is better news for the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, You think about what happens when you lose a player. I mean, you don't want to lose a player at all, whether it be injury or anything like what happened with Morris. But the good news is it seems like Kansas has built up their program to where they have enough players. They had a a lot of uh, transfer portal additions, of course, you look at uh, Nick Timberlake, who came in, who should be, who was one of the guys that was competing for a, that final starting spot. You have freshman El Marco Jackson. You had Johnny Furphy, uh, the Australian kid who came in during the offseason. He uh, was supposed to be a 2024 class and moved up to being a part of the 2023 class. So Johnny Furphy in the house uh, should be able to make up for uh, losing Morris here, assuming that Morris is not going to be able to suit up with the Jayhawks when the season rolls around. Uh, but those things on the court will shake themselves out how they will. Um, but there's some recruiting news. Some recruiting news has come out just in the last day or so, and that is Liam McNeely has canceled his official visit to Texas and has narrowed down his final two options to where he wants to play basketball to the Indiana Hoosiers, And your Kansas Jayhawks. That's right. 
The highly touted wing is considering only two schools at this point, uh, and KU is one of them. McNeely is a six foot seven forward in the class of 2024, the 13th ranked player according to 247 Sports. Uh, he had Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas, and Michigan on his initial list, but now it is narrowed down to two: Indiana and KU. This is a uh, senior, going to be a senior at Montverde Academy. Put himself on the radar last year with a 12.4 rebound, two assist average across 25 games in the 2022-2023 season. That according to Max Preps. And his teammates um, are fellow Kansas basketball recruits. You've got Derek Queen and Cooper Flagg. We talked about Cooper Flagg just a couple of weeks ago. Flagg is the number one recruit in the nation. Uh, Has KU in his short list. Of course, Duke is his top priority but KU if you can get the thing with the kids these days they like playing with people they know they like playing with their friends there's a chance that if KU can get one of these guys in here maybe the dominoes start falling where they can get two or maybe all three of these guys from Montverde potentially we'll see how it works out but Queen took his official visit with McNeely to Lawrence, Kansas, September 1st through 3rd. Uh, and they had a good time. It looked like the first weekend of the football season. They were hanging out at the booth. Uh, it looked like everybody was having a good time out there. But if you look at McNeely's highlights, uh, one thing one thing that you could be reminded of, a player that could be reminded of, is Grady Dick, who, of course, was a big, big-time player for KU last year. Uh, Dick, one of the best pure shooters in his class. Same can be said for Liam McNeely. So you look at these guys, who they can try to get in here to fill the void as they go into the future. Liam McNeely might be it. Maybe you can get Derek Queen. Maybe Cooper Flag. We'll see what happens. Still a lot of time left in the recruiting process but I like where it's going so far early for the Kansas Jayhawks. Some more on-the-court news. Uh, Preseason boot camp started this week in Lawrence, and Bill Self had a few things to say about that. Uh, In text messages to the Kansas City Star, he said that uh, the team had lots of energy, and uh, he was assessing their conditioning drills uh, the first couple hours of the camp, and he said that they were looking good. Uh, He said some of the new guys struggled to get through it, but they did get through it. The first day is always a shocker, but they'll get through it. That's what Kansas head coach Bill Self had to say on some of these new players going through the KU boot camp for the first time. Some of these newcomers, uh, their first uh, boot camps here, uh, you had Parker Brown, Christian Brown's brother. It was his first boot camp in the KU system. Hunter Dickinson, the transfer from Michigan. Uh, Johnny Furphy, we already talked about him, coming a freshman from Australia. Marco Jackson, a freshman. uh, Jamari McDowell, a freshman. And then Nick Timberlake, a transfer from Towson. Also part of this new batch of players making their boot camp debut. Then you've got your walk-ons, Justin Cross, Chris Carter, and Patrick Cassidy. Uh, I went into great depth about Patrick Cassidy in an article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com a couple of months ago. Talked about it on the podcast as well, but Cassidy is a former Kansas basketball manager 
who has worked at three of these boot camps. Now it is his first time as a member of the team participating in the boot camp. So I'm sure that Cassidy, it's it's probably a great time for Cassidy, despite the hard work that he's putting in to be a part of the boot camp as the team after being a team manager for three years. Man, what a time for Patrick Cassidy to come in there as a walk-on uh, for the potential to maybe get into a game at Allen Fieldhouse during the preseason, uh, during the non-conference play. Man, that's that's a lot of fun for Cassidy. But all these guys, this is what team building and team bonding is all about. It's like when the Chiefs go out there to training camp, they talk about how they stay in the dorms, builds team camaraderie and everything like that. Same thing with these boot camps that Bill Self has these guys doing. They're going to stick together as a team. They're going to get better, and they're going to be better teammates because of it. Finally, finally for KU basketball, they are still ranked number one in the latest way-too-early preseason rankings, according to Gary Parrish of CBSSports.com. He kept Kansas number one in his preseason poll, even following the announcement of the Arterio Moore suspension on Friday. And his reasoning is the reason that I have so much faith in the Kansas Jayhawks this season as well, uh, and their potential to get back to being uh, a repeat Big 12 champion potentially have a deep run in the March Madness tournament as well. But this is what Gary Parrish had to say. The possibility, even the likelihood, that Morris never plays for Kansas is not enough to compel me to drop KU out of the number one spot. Because the Jayhawks still have a Hall of Fame head coach in Bill Self, a probable starting lineup that looks like Dewan Harris, Nick Timberlake, Kevin McCullough Jr., K.J. Adams, and Hunter Dickinson. Parrish added, as I've explained before, this is a lineup with size, shooting, and experience. One so strong that a five-star high school prospect like El Marco Jackson might even begin the games on the bench. Harris is arguably the guard's best run-the-team point guard in the nation. Timberlake shot above 41% from three-point range last season on 6.7 attempts per game. McCuller is a double-digit scorer, a two-time Naismith Memorial National Defensive Player of the Year semifinalist, and All-Big 12 player. Adams started 36 times for the reigning Big 12 champs last season, and Hunter Dickinson may be the best center in the sport, not named Zach Eady. So that's quite the high praise from Gary Parrish, but that's exactly why I have hope for this Kansas Jayhawks team. Bill Self's going to have them ready to go by the time the season starts. And this team is going to be ready to make another run at a Big 12 championship, make another run at a Final Four, and potentially a national championship. They have what it takes. They have the mix of young and veteran talent. And it's just going to be a fun time to watch KU as the season gets closer. Late night coming up next month as well. And this weekend, of course, it's going to be all football. BYU at Kansas, KU hosting the Cougars. First Big 12 matchup of the season for both teams. 2.30 kickoff at David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium. If you can't make it out to the game, it will be on ESPN. Enjoy the game. Hoping the Jayhawks can finish the or start the season 4-0. Uh, finish the game strong. Don't let BYU have a comeback win like they did last week against Arkansas. Stick it to them. Win big at home if you can. I think it's going to be a close game, but if you can beat these guys at home big in the first Big 12 game, show them what the Big 12 is all about, 
and get back to a 4-0 start to keep the season rolling. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Always check out my latest article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.